Welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 53 now, and this is Altai, joined by... Omer. Matt. Shirelia. And we are down one. One Gumble down. Yep, he has uh, abandoned us for his lifelong dream of being a ballet dancer. Indeed, he is actually at the ballet, or opera, <laughs> so, or, or theater. One of those fancy schmancy artsy things. And I almost, he would do that. Gumble would do that. I actually, uh, I almost forgot when I was supposed to say my name because I'm used to Sean coming before me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with we Gumble gone, that means I get to lead the weekly raid. And this week it is, can you play MMORPGs on console? And this isn't like a yes or no thing. It's can you personally play? Not whether they're available, because we all know they I are. I do have a console, and I do have hands. So technically, yes, I am capable of playing MMOs on consoles. All right, that, is not, that is not the spirit of this weekly raid. The spirit of the raid, before. you've done it before. Okay, yeah, what game? I've played the Fantasy Star and Dreamcast. Fantasy Star Online, yeah. It was a pleasant experience. How was that? It was fun. Yeah, I had a keyboard, though. I like the oh, oh, it doesn't count. But I used the controller. I only used the keyboard for chatting. Mm. That was yeah. a long time ago. Keep keyboard, keyboard and the controller, and it was it was free when I played it. So like there was like no, they didn't have like the monthly fee anymore. So it was pretty fun. Had a good time. Well, here's a fun tidbit. I don't know if we covered it last week. Terra is now coming to consoles apparently. Maybe. Well, yes. Maybe. They're hiring somebody for it. Apparently, they're hiring someone for it. It's not like confirmed or anything. But if they're hiring somebody, it's pretty confirmed. It's like obviously they could abandon the project, but they're they're taking the the approach. Well, they're seriously. hiring a technical director. It's like it's like here, come look at this and see if we can see do if it. it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> but guys, uh, given that uh, Neverwinter has already made its way to console, I think a game like Terra, it can function pretty well. I can already like because it's actiony. I feel like it would work better on consoles than like a point and click MMORPG or something that's more like with tons of interface. I think it could okay. work on there. Okay, guys, I have, a, I have some, I have some uh, question. Hmm. So, are we consoleist? Like, are we going to segregate console? Do you, do you think that's necessary to segregate consoles and PC players? Well, actually, yes. I was going to say something real quick. There, there was actually a major blow to cross-platform play in a way because Rocket League is finally cross-platform with PC and Xbox One, and it's also cross-platform with PC and PS4. But they strictly, because I guess Microsoft is, still has a stick up its ass or something, <laughs> they they strictly forbid both PS4 and Xbox One players from being in the same room. Why? Oh, that's pretty interesting. Huh. It's like a are love we, triangle sure with PC. It's a love triangle with PC and the two girls are brats and they don't want to talk to each it's other. Always, it's basically always been Microsoft, so I'm pretty sure it's Microsoft. I've heard that too. I've heard it's Microsoft's fault. Hmm. It's awful. So, that so then that my thing is even if MMOs come to consoles like they have in the past, like you have Neverwinter that's going to be on PS4 mm -hmm. and is now on Xbox One, and you can't play with the PC players, and you're not going to be able to play with the other console players. So you're sitting here segregating a community that's already like with not most huge. MMOs, it's pretty small. Yeah, I think there's so a, many of them there's a so chance big. of making an MMORPG on console if it's console designed from the beginning which final fantasy 14 was to some degree and even that one is better on pc right but for terra where you well, add it later i think it's gonna be a really hard fit okay well here's the thing about like games like terra you can probably i don't know maybe that's wrong but anyways the thing about things games like uh 
Final Fantasy XIV, so you have so many buttons, right? It's stupid awkward to try and fit no, all those buttons onto a controller. People say they've played Final Fantasy XIV on console, and it feels fine. Like, obviously... I disagree big time, because you have to sit there and you have to hold, like, L1 and then press uh, the O button or hold L- L2 and press the O button or something. Not, not only that, like... but... I mean, I haven't played Final Fantasy XIV in a long time, but uh, in my experience, you can tell who's a console player, and they heavily discriminate against you. Good, as game. it should be. Because, because, because they're generally really bad because they just don't have, like, they just can't control as fast as a mouse and a keyboard. So, like, during raids, like, they'll get hit by stuff, and it really pisses people off. And they okay, can kind of like, tell. Like, Omer, try, imagine, like, you, you have a combo, right? And you can just roll down your keyboard, five, six, seven, right? Right in a row. Imagine having to hit, like, L1... And then hit like an a arrow button, and then hit R one and hit a circle, and then hit L one again and hit up on the arrow or the D pad or something. It's just it's, it's harder. I admit, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be hard. Harder. It's going to be harder. And it, obviously, I, when, when given the option, I prefer mouse and keyboard, but it's doable. You know, it's not like impossible. Well, I didn't no, think it's, it's doable, it's, but like you it's know, not what? comfortable. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, there's one genre that might be worse on console than MMORPG, and that is real time strategy. And there was a port for StarCraft. Well, StarCraft 2. Uh, Grim Grim War. Grim Grim War worked because it was made for console, right? Mm-hmm. But StarCraft was added to console later from PC. And that thing was awful for, for N64. Um, we're talking the slowest speed. You know, you get wrist cramps just trying to like move your little Marines around. Disaster. So that kind of... I think that game ruined PC to console ports for me. Uh, I can't, you know, if it came out for PC first with the PC layout in mind, and then it got ported to console later, I don't want to touch it because of my bad experience when I was young. <laughs> Somebody just mentioned I, I PC know. Universe Online saying it works fine on console. So, I mean, so, uh, to each their well, own. I'm sure okay, people can well, make it work. DC Universe Online and, like, uh, Elder Scrolls Online are more action-focused. You need mm-hmm. less buttons. Yeah. I think uh, True Savior would do all right on console, actually. I actually prefer the controller to the keyboard. Really? And I have both. Yeah, I've played it in, like, once I played it on controller, I, I don't really want to go back to the keyboard layout. Wow. So, I mean, I mean, I, I think that would be a good uh, candidate for a console. I'm not sure if this guy is trolling, but he said Age of Empires worked really well on a console. Was Age I, Empires I don't believe console? him. I don't believe him either, because I've played tons of Age of Empires, and I just can't uh, imagine it works well. Well, I disagree with you guys. I think StarCraft 64 worked fine on consoles. What? Did you... What? What the hell, man? Yeah, I played it way yeah. back in the day. Have you played, like, even remotely competitive StarCraft, where you need, like, 50 APM at the minimum to survive on, like... Well, if you're playing play. local multiplayer, split-screen on StarCraft 64, you have the same handicap, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I would <laughs> laugh trying to move my tanks around and stuff, like, with my like, brother. Oh, my God. I feel like I could be I, I could play one I could play with no hand use my feet only and beat a console player if they're playing StarCraft for one, all right? If they're on if they're on S sixty four and I'm on PC and we could somehow cross play, I could beat them with my feet only. Right? Yo Mar, I got a question for you <laughs> and Shu. League of Legends on console. Is it doable? Go. Hmm. Doable, no yes. The practical Do- no. Yeah, I think I I think I'm gonna on that one. Like a game like Smite could pull it off. Well I mean Theoretically, no theoretically, you can move around with the joystick and just hit A, B, X, Y, and then usually so R, B for the alt. I mean, how are you going to be able to do well with ground target and stuff? You know, Smart cast everything. 
Oh. <laughs> no, but it'd be so or use never your, smart or use your right life. stick. Or use your right sure. stick to aim. You know, I'm mad. I've never smart casted in my entire life. So That's I fair. No I, I actually don't like smart casting either. I only do it on a handful of champions. But I play Sins and I don't need to smart cast on Sins, so I'm okay. Yeah. All right, here's another. Okay, here's a follow up on that. Could a team of five grandmasters playing on a, let's say, PS4 controller beat a five team of, let's say, silver or gold players in League of Legends? Uh, are we talking League? League, right, yes. Is there a challenger? Yes, I challenger. don't know. We'd, I don't I know. You'd, so, have yeah. to, you'd have no. to... Um... Silver players would win. Hands really? Down. Really? Yeah, Ooh. We gotta, okay, we gotta, yeah. we gotta figure out a way to do this. Okay. Like, well, hey. I mean, I mean, are, are you saying that that they had time to practice, or you just threw them in the room? No, no, they had a few okay, games guys, to practice. Guys, here's the problem: we don't have any frame of reference. No one has actually played league with the controller. We don't know how, like, how much it will actually affect them practically. Matt, Matt, the, the pirates have ne like, like pirates have never battled like uh, modern day SWAT teams, but like, the history. Okay, but show, that is a lot deadly, different. Well, it's a weapon, whatever it's called, deadliest warrior. Figures this shit out, all right? We have to run the simulations. Actually, I, I have a more practical <laughs> argument to this. Hmm. Like, I just changed my keyboard out. Like, just, it's like similar keyboard, but it's just like a different type. I, I bought the new Overwatch keyboard. And Omer saw that it was impacting my, my game in um, Type Racer. So, I mean, it's like. Well, yeah, a new keyboard takes a while to get used to. over is going to be, you know, it takes a long time to get used to it. That's why I'm always, like, hesitant to change out my mouse or my keyboard. I only use one brand because I don't want to mess around with that. So he mentions there's a guy who plays Dota with a PSD controller, and he plays t uh, Tinker. Apparently he's really good. So I'm, there are people out there that can do crazy things. I can imagine there's a guy that's just so godlike with a DDR dance pad, he can beat me at League with a DDR dance pad. Or I'm sure there's one guy out there, but like most of us are not going to do well you know, with, with those kind of handicaps. All right, well, before we get too sidelined, I want to reel it back into MMORPGs here. Um, the game designer over at Elder Scrolls Online, he is very happy with the company's uh, decision to release Elder Scrolls on PC, on console mm -hmm. and to make it buy-to-play, not free-to-play. He says, you know, we've added millions of players on console. Uh, I guess they all bought the box or digital version. So he's mm -hmm. very happy with that. And uh, I wanted to say he's got one very cool line. And uh, this, this is more proof for everyone that uh, our definition of MMO is right, okay? All right, I like it. I like it. What's, right, what's going on? Let me find this here. Quote, MMO now refers to a technology, not a game design. Any game that allows millions of players to play together is an MMO. I wouldn't even say that ESO is a true MMORPG. I mean, it has common features, but it also has features that don't belong there. There you go. So everything's an MMO. We win. So Counter-Strike 1.6 was an MMO. Correct. No, so... I think that's a little... I think that's a this guy's different. a game designer at an okay. MMORPG. I think right? that's a little different. I think that, that by allowing millions of people, I think by allowing millions of people to play together, it assumes that there is a persistent element that is hosted by, or regulated by a third-party server. That's what I've always thought. Well, I mean, the Steam servers are not hosted by. There's there's Valve hosted servers. But that that's not what I mean. I mean, like, there's a persistent element, like leveling, that is regulated by a third-party server that you are forced to connect to every time you play the game. Or items or something. The like, I don't know. The vac, vac. You're forced to connect the vac. There you go. Boom. That's, that's an anti-cheat. That's Whatever. a server. Whatever. Guys, before we get too <laughs> deep into what is an MO, MOS.com already defined it. All right. Who are you going to believe? MOS.com or somebody else? All right. I think Sean wrote next. We are MOS.com, and we're yeah. arguing about it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, listen. I think Sean wrote an excellent piece on it. So anybody, anybody's curious, what is an MMO? We have a very broad definition, but I think it's the right one. 
Obviously, people are free to disagree. To just let us argue right now. <laughs> How dare you stab Sean in the back while he's at the opera? What? How yeah, right, Matt. You? Matt, Sean can't even defend How himself dare right you, here. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then, it's interesting to note that this guy's definition, I guess, is even broader than many of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, I mean, he's not a nobody, right? He's running, a, I guess, a AAA MMORPG, so he's, uh, he has some authority. Yeah. Also, I, I have, also before we jump away from the, the console thing, I have, a, I, have a quick, I have a quick fix for it, and I'm curious why something like this never took off. I mean, given that consoles have such penetration, there's literally tens of millions of xboxes ps4s all the consoles out there so it is a viable channel for these games why can't a company just sell a keyboard and mouse for the console and literally just fix this problem i mean they've been doing that for since ps1 remember but why hasn't why hasn't that taken off like imagine you can buy uh neverwinter or terra for the console right but it, it's a free-to-play game but for console let's say it costs 30 bucks but it comes with a keyboard a really cheap keyboard and mouse and then your problem is fixed no, it's not. Peripherals never do well unless they come boxed with it. No, you're right. They don't do well, but I mean, there are. Well, actually, uh, hmm. Madcap's basically sank because Rock Band Four didn't do well. Remember, so. Well, Madcap's was always a shitty company that made <laughs> god awful peripherals. All right, like literally, wait, imagine going wait, with your friends' house back in the wait, day. Madcap's is not shitty now. Uh, no, they are shitty now. The site no, they're not, Matt. People have taken them apart and analyzed them, and there are, Matt. like, wires that are barely hanging Matt. in there. There's grit in between, like, plastic pieces that makes them grind together. But all I know is when I went to my friend's house, my friends came over, like, whoever had the Mad Cat's controller was, like, at a 10-to-1 disadvantage, right? It would always, like, tilt sideways, and it was, like, buttons stopped working. They got stuck. You okay, making good fighting sticks does not mean that your whole company is good. <laughs> Alright, I'm not guys. saying they're all overall trash, but by by first party. Guys, you know, purple, let's reel it in, let's reel it in. There was what do you guys know what the first console only MMORPG was? Yes. EverQuest Some of the Adventures. EverQuest Online Adventures. Yeah. Yes. And I think this game came packaged with a keyboard of some sort. Ooh. I, they were too early though, they were too early. Because if you look early. at game MMOs today, I feel like the genre is bigger. And I think the reason people want to play... I mean, the reason there's a market for MMOs on console is not because it's a console. It's because a lot of people don't have good PCs. and be, But they have good consoles. So that's that's the opportunity. It's up to game designers and companies to take advantage of that. Because really, the only thing lacking... Plus, it would save on redesign. There'd be no need to redesign if you could just port the consoles and give everybody a controller and you know, keyboard and mouse. Well, I think, anyway, I think consoles are kind of moving towards PCs anyway, and that's why we're seeing so many in this generation versus mm -hmm. previous ones. Uh, both consoles today, Xbox and PS, PlayStation 4, use uh, x86, which is like the Intel design. So, there's less of a difference, I guess, between the two. I can't remember what it was that used to use PowerPC. Uh, Nintendo, and they still use it. Uh, what's it called? Yeah. Still use we use still use it. It's the same thing that old Max used. Yep. We still use that Nintendo. Do you remember how long EverQuest Online Adventures lasted before it shut down? A couple it's years. It's a game I never played. No, I never played it either. Another world lost to the abyss of MMO graveyards. Speaking of games lost to the abyss, uh, a little transition, shall we? So a couple of weeks ago, we reported that Spiral Knights and Puzzle Pirates were being shut down by Sega, which owns Three Rings. Mm -hmm. But it seems uh, a few of the pre you know former employees uh, they made a new oh. company called Greyhaven, 
And they're going to keep those two games alive. Spiral Knights and Puzzle Pirates. Uh, okay, so... Go ahead. I just I just want to recognize this. i got to look it up real quick. I, I, gotta... I mean, it's good that they're keeping it alive because for a big company like Sega, I guess the numbers didn't make sense because even if it was, like, borderline profitable, it didn't make sense to keep the studio open. But, I mean, Puzzle Pirates had an audience, and I'm sure it still does have an audience. Spiral Knights, I know, was never that big, but Three, Realms had, Three Rings had some... Had a pretty big player base, if I remember correctly, when I first looked at Puzzle Pirates. Okay, so I just want to recognize this real quick. The company name, Grey Havens, is a reference to Lord the, of the Tolkien Rings. universe. Yes. Yeah, the transitional port between Middle-Earth and the Undying Lands, which I thought was really clever, because imagine Middle-Earth is Sega and the Undying Lands. It's like, <laughs> That's pretty funny. we're there. Yeah. Basically, the games are in purgatory clever. now, where they're going to linger for a while until the, until the employees give up on it finally. <laughs> I thought that was super clever. Listen, if Red Fox Games can keep these old Duke games alive, all right, they can they can keep Puzzle Pirates alive. Well, I mean, Red Red Fox or whatever is actually trying to make money. It's a commercial endeavor. Yes. I think this is just more of a passion by the by on the part of the employees. Interesting. Yeah, it's not. I mean, maybe maybe there's a way to make money, but there was even talk of them open sourcing the games. So I think it's more of a passion project, just trying to keep this community going, rather than you know, Red Fox trying to make a commercial. Yeah. Uh, decision on what games to... Re- and I mean, you guys can feel free, free to disagree, but Puzzle Pirates is one of those things I think deserves to be like almost put in a museum as being one of those kind of games that's so much different than you belong everything else out there. You know what I mean? Like once it's gone, you know how they talk about um, museums recovering like servers, you know, and hosting like a little area where you can play these different games that have been long since shut down. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the games that I would put in there because it's so much different than everything else. I mean, it really exemplifies something that did, or a game that did something that wasn't the status quo. Yeah, I, I never really got into Puzzle Pirate. I did play it briefly, but from what I hear, you know, some people really, really got involved in it and it really had an impact on people. Well, it's a sandbox where everything is a puzzle instead of like... Um, fighting it's like a sword fighting mini game you know when you're sailing how well your ship runs is or how well your ship sails is based on how well you do during the mini game if you want to keep from sinking somebody's got to bilge it out with a little like match three mini that's game. pretty cool it's crazy mm-hmm. there's a lot to it i think a game like this, Never played this. a new game yeah. like this with on mobile would do really well because mobile is so suited for those match three bubble pop kind of Mini game. It Bubble probably Pop. would. Bubble Pop is a Korean song, buddy. Whatever. What is that game called? With the... Bubble Puzzle Bobble. There you go. Whatever. The, the one where you, th- you got the little gun at the bottom and you throw it and you got to match it. Puzzle Bobble. Yeah, there you go. There's a whole bunch of games like that. They all have different names, but definitely not Bubble Pop. Bubble Pop. <laughs> it's a spinoff of Bubble Bobble, which was an yes, arcade game. Yes, yes. I remember yes, that one. There you that go. That's that it. game is amazing. <laughs> Quality game design. Did you guys actually play Puzzle Bubble? Yeah. Bubble Bubble? I, I played Bubble Bubble. I, I, oh, wait, arcade. Bubble Bubble. I mean, Bubble Yes, Bubble. in arcade. We did it more. I remember in Patterson. No. Too long ago. But uh, I think I think big news this week is uh, not Puzzle Pirates related. It's Chronicles of Illyria related. All right? No, and this not is, this again. This is that Kickstarter. Listen, listen. I don't like giving attention to, to you know the realm of bullshit Kickstarter games. And at the moment, you know, I don't want to give too much attention to Chronicles of Illyria because, it, again, we're still skeptical. But it's worth mentioning because a lot of people got upset over this. Apparently, there will be no PVE server for Chronicles of Illyria. And it's going to be open world. There'll be PvP. 
And what do you guys feel about that? It's got it got a lot of blowback on that on that uh okay by stating that. But by saying there's gonna no be... PVE servers. Yeah, open PvP. Okay, here's my... About PvP. here's my thing. I don't care that there's not gonna be PvE so much as I care the way they tried to defend it. It's like Basically, we're going to make it like Eve, and you guys are going to be completely fine, we swear, as long as you don't leave towns, maybe. It's just like... I, I looked at that and went, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is what you're telling the people that just gave you a million dollars? Yeah. Okay, well, this kind of makes sense, because this whole thing seems, just seems like a, a dreamy, pro, you know, pie-in-the-sky dream of the guy who created the Kickstarter. So this is his version oh. of the perfect MMO. It's oh, but Erhan, Erhan, it the, the engine's been in development for 10 years, which means all this is already in-game. <laughs> we just aren't seeing it. This game... Uh, oh, did you guys hear what else he said recently? He said it's going to take half a year in real time to walk across the continent. That's Wait, a, what? Did you guys hear what? that? You guys didn't no hear that? Way. Let, me, let me search this. Chronicles. Well, also, you're only going to be able to be human, and you will not be able to choose specific traits based on where you put your background from or wherever it chooses. I don't know how the fuck it works. But yeah, anyways, right. you will have, like, your hair color and skin tone and everything dependent on where you live and your family. Guys, it will take half a year to walk across the continent, one and the other. That's insane. Again. Oh, in-game. In-game to traverse the continent. Uh, I'm not sure how fast the game goes and time goes in the game. Oh, if it's in, that doesn't mean anything. Then. If you say in-game half a year... Well, you age, like, though. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, because we have no idea. No, but you age in the game, so you're, it is bound to your character's life. Yeah. Or something. I mean, again, it's still, you know, in development, and I'm very skeptical about these games, but it, as a design thing, I think it was worth mentioning because there's always a rift between PV and PvP servers, and one uh, commenter on MMOs.com left the... Uh, Pretty good comment. He said, there's no such thing as a grief-free PvP game where PvP is allowed. And if it is allowed everywhere, you will be griefed everywhere. That's why a-holes play open PvP games and why open PvP is always a stupid idea. Who needs the added stress of trolling in your leisure time when people in Western cultures are stressed out all the damn time anyway? And then there's the hey, 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 ponjo factor. There's too much real world in my role-playing game. Thanks. Want open PvP? Go play MOBA. There are hundreds of them. I obviously disagree with that because I like PvP, but I understand where he's coming from. I mean, the, the games where you have crazy open PvP like Ultima Online, it failed to a degree because people... You can't have a world where a lot of people want to play PvE being forced to play with people that want to kill them in PvP. You know, PvE. I've actually played a game that had really good open PvP that didn't have people trolling. Which game? Um, it's um, It was an old mud. And pretty much what was interesting about it was if you were to murder someone, there were actual doing so. Actual consequences. So, actual consequences. So like say you killed, say like you're a member of a city, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you have a guild too, right? Because you like, you're like, you have a guild for your class. <coughs> and I walked up and I just randomly murdered you just for the hell of it, right? Okay. Now I'm enemy to your city and, you know, all of your the politicians for your city are gonna mark me as an enemy of the city. Then your guild marks me as an enemy of your guild. And like anytime I try to walk into your city, I'm just dead because like the, the guards will kill me. Well, doesn't even. Okay, so okay, well, you, so you, you, my, oh, sorry. my question is, how many people played this on average, like, like five. concurrently? Five. I mean, there was a lot at one point. Um, I have a much more relevant example. How many is a lot? Because. I can it check could be that there's just an understanding between the community because communities get tight knit and they have understandings yes. and they actually play them correctly. 
I have a much yeah. better example, uh, more, more recent and still active and big. Eve Online. You have a uh, a core. People still grieve in Eve Online all the fucking right, time. Right, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't take away from it being successful. It's still it's still got twenty thirty thousand people concurrent at any time. It's got fifteen dollars. Because I think all the. All the, as you guys put it, a-holes decided that they have their best chance in EVE Online. Uh, maybe, but no, it's not fair. Because when I, whenever I played, people were very nice. They, were give, they always gave me ships, they gave me money, they gave me you know their time in terms of explaining the game. So, I mean, you do run into assholes, but there were just as many non-assholes as assholes. Yeah, but that's, the, that's true of every game that's been out for a decade. Right. Uh, okay, also, I played it a couple years ago, so it wasn't quite a decade back then. I but think it's also fair to say, like, these games that have open PvP typically don't attract the huge audiences where you have PvE options, whether it's WoW or, like, Final Fantasy you know, 14 today. Was that Having a bad thing? Open... No, it's not. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. But I feel like they did almost a disservice to the people that gave them a million dollars, all the people that funded Chronicles of Illyria, without explicitly saying this up front. Because I think a lot of people are going to be turned, like, literally won't want to play a game. If it's open PvP, like I again, I like those games. My brother likes those games. I'm sure some of you guys like those games, but I can understand the perspective of somebody that just doesn't want to touch those games. They don't want to be grief. They want to play at their leisure. Okay, but remember, we don't know the details yet about Chronicles Valera, a non-PVE server. Does that mean you can get just insta camped in town, or does it mean like Eve, where you're safe in a core, and then as you extend further out, you're less safe? So we don't know the details. Hey, hey man, I just checked for you. There's 120 on, but that's like. That's pretty low. Yeah, it, it, yeah. These can exist in niche games, like really specific games. OP but I mean, like, why can't they bring that to like a bigger community, right? Like, as in, like, as a, like, so say in Chronicles of Valeria, you're part of a city, right? And then, you know, if you kill sure, someone, sure, sure. I'm outside hunting. If you kill me, I uninstall the game. Simple as that. People don't want to. People don't want to be griefed. But those people, people won't play the game. Whatever, they'll play some other game. I don't. I don't think exactly. It's a big deal. Exactly. You're right. That's why a game like Chronicles, a game can't be big if it has that kind of. Well, what's big? Is what is Eve big? Uh, Eve, Eve has been Eve, on a downward slide for a while. Sure, but Eve is not wow, but it's big. You know, it's I mean, not huge. I mean, what's huge then? There's only like three okay, games yeah, that are yeah. huge then. I okay, like Eve, Eve is Eve is down to what? A hundred thousand subscribers right now. I, uh, I don't know about the total 000. subscriber count, but uh, I think twenty thousand around is uh, concurrent. And, and, and let's be real, a game like EVE really captures that entire audience, by the way. EVE represents the entire... That's not, no, that's like not true. Core. It's too abstract for a lot of people like me. I, I, it's this Excel spreadsheets and... Space, it, it's too abstract for me. I want to kill someone with a sword. All right? I want to stab you. All right. Anyway, they did clarify saying there will not be a PvE server, nor will a certain region of the map, cities, for example, be off-limits for PvP. That being said, based on the sheer number of people plus NPC guards and cities, we believe that there will be be a mostly safe place so they're saying even in cities you can die right you so can the eve model where you can kill someone in town but you have like five seconds or 10 seconds or 20 depending on how far you are before the, po the police come and blow you up yeah and i think they're gonna draw on the inspiration on that from eve um also i want to go back to the, the size of the land so the guy says the world quote in terms of actual land it's almost exactly the size of taiwan and larger than over 50 different sovereign nations on earth so imagine walking across Taiwan, guys. Fuck that shit. Okay. <laughs> See? This game is going to become super niche, right? It's and not going to come out. It's too ambitious. Wait, wait. It's going to become super niche. And then what's going to happen is it's going to come. It's going to become like Haven and Hearth. Like, literally, half of the audience is going to become hermits 
on their own with maybe one or two friends in the middle of fucking nowhere and never encounter anyone else ever again. <laughs> I think from a design decision, as she was she was saying, that you can you could design a game that functions without too much griefing. If I'm playing a game, I'm doing, minding my own business, you know, and and some some guy can just jump up to me and kill me, and I'm a casual player. I could see myself not wanting to play that game. I, I... No, but but okay, sure anybody can do that. But that's what I'm saying is that the consequences behind doing that would deter people from doing it in the first place. So if, for example, if you saw a level one newbie right and killing that guy got you enemy and you could not go enter a major city because of that, like how long you Forever? wouldn't do it all the time. Yeah, well, like, I, I mean, I think you're not the game really I like played, you had the Unless you want to do that all the time, and then you just quit and go find a game that would let you do it all the time. No, no. A game like Ultima Online had those uh, punishments, Shirelia. If you killed five people, you were a murderer. You couldn't enter any city in the game ever besides one murderer town, right? If you go to any city, you get one shot by guards instantly. Instantly. Like, like there were, like, so people many... People still did it. There were so many ways you could get a, like that you could get back at somebody or like there were so many consequences for somebody who killed somebody in that game. So this is just one of the consequences. Yeah. Not only can you never enter that city, not join your enemy to every guild in that city, any of those people will try to kill you. In addition, like, like say, like the person was like a huge asshole, you could hire an assassin, like straight up contract another player to kill that person. In the if you do that in Ultima Online too, these okay, all I... you lose the stats permanently in Ultima Online. It was it was grave consequences if you did it, but people just did it all day. Well, anyway. I think you just lack imagination. Uh, again, back to Eve. If Eve had a more classic medieval world. The audience would be much bigger. I don't think it's the griefing that keeps people away because you're safe as long as you want to be safe. I, I don't think it has to do anything with the medieval world. I think yeah, it, I, griefing keeps people away. I mean, it won't keep me away. I enjoy no, griefing I and getting uh, grief sometimes. Okay, I think it has to do more with the basic gameplay than the fact that it takes place in space. Well, again, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like basically an Excel sheet. So if but the gameplay was more classic... If it was a classic MMORPG with the same rule set, I think it'd do fine. It'd be bigger than it is today. I don't think so. But anyway, I don't think it's. I think they handle the grief thing well, open PvP well. And I and I, it's not hard for me to conceive of a game where open PvP and lack of grief in the core towns can live together. I, I do. Can you name yeah. a game? Evil Line is not a good example. Why? Can you name? A, can you name a game that's vastly successful that has open okay, PvP? So EVE Online is a terrible example because high security takes a lot of firepower to fight off the NPC guards. You can't. Like, you just you, you can't do anything in high high security. It, once you, you have to basically. you have to literally have like hundreds of people. Yeah. Fighting right. those things. Okay. I mean, it's possible, but it is not even slightly plausible. And they've like I've read tons of shit about that. Well, it's gonna be the same in, in Chronicles of Valyria or in Ultima Online. The guards. No, are that's not the way they describe it. The guards in are gonna Online, it was just whack town. you. Well, in okay, this game, the, the guards are going to kill you. That's what they're saying. Let, let me put it this way. Based on the sheer number of people plus NPC guards and cities, they're in, they're in, the way that reads is that they're counting on other players yes, defending you on top of the guards. And the guards will do something, but it won't be like well, again, insta-kill. This is just writing. The game is not actually... One gonna come out, but two, it's when it if it does, it's not gonna take this form. It's gonna take the form. They're gonna take the path of least resistance, which is guards just ganking you as soon as you do something bad. What? A, this is the first time they mad. I don't think they're going to though. I don't think so. They seem like stubbornly attached to their ideas, and I really don't think that the one-shotting guard thing is going for the realistic setting that they want. 
uh, if it's not one shotting one guard, it'll be twenty guards twenty shotting you. Okay, like they'll that's gonna be the that's gonna be the spiel. Entirely. Okay, you're assuming that any MMO AI is gonna be smart enough that if you run into a like back forget alley, that, that twenty of them are gonna be able to attack you. Forget that. Forget the town. Let's assume they one shot you in town. It doesn't matter if you're outside town, minding your own business, and some some guy just ganks you with his friend, right? Whether I don't care what the consequences are. At that exact moment, the player that got killed, right? Is like, why am I playing this game? I'm gonna go play WoW where I can't get killed. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's okay, like and then, the by the way, in WoW, when it came out, you could get killed. Okay, true. The other thing is this is a non-issue for Chronicles of Illyria because if you don't like the fact that the guards are ganking you in town, you could just go build your own fucking town. What? Uh, sh- sh- what, were you, what were you saying? I was saying that um, <clears throat> the thing is, is like if you have strict consequences for it, then people aren't, like, there's not going to be that many people, like, Purposely gr- grieving people because there's heavy consequences. I agree. Yeah, with because you they're gonna quit. Who cares? They're gonna quit. I grief you on my ult. I'm making you ult. I grief you on him too. Oh, the consequence is too big. I make another character. That's what people did in Ultima. Why, why do you keep going back to Ultima? More? It's too far because away. It, it proves that I, mean, look, I, lo- I loved Ultima Online, but it proves that there's only so many sheep and so many wolves in a game. When everybody plays the game to be a wolf and harass people and grief people. The, the sheep are going to quit. They're going to play WoW. They're going to play something else. Good. Then why is everyone going back to vanilla WoW? Where with open everyone, PvP? Everyone. And not everyone. Well, whatever. Vanilla WoW had PvE servers, didn't they? Sure, but it also bustling PvP servers. Where you could kill anyone outside town. Good. That's fine. If they had, that, that, There's no problem with PvP on Chronicles of Illyria if you break it down to a PvE server as well. Let people who don't want to participate in PvE don't participate. And let people that want to participate, participate. It's a win-win. Okay, but remember, Nostralius with the PvP had more people... Than most the Australia's had a today. PvE server too, didn't it? Right, but, but but the PvP server on Australia's alone was bigger than most MRBGs today <laughs> that are at live. So again, a game to be successful doesn't have to aim for everyone. Oh, that's true. Fine, you could be successful with this model. That's fine, but I think you're alienating a big part of the player base. And well, if they want to say "f you" to that player base, that's fine. They can well, they're that. not saying "f you." That's like saying, and, and, "Okay, so why release uh, a uh, RTS today? Just just make a match three for mobile. Otherwise, you're alienating the community." That's a stupid argument. No, but this is so easy. Okay, you you but, can fix this issue by making PvE servers. You can fix okay, this issue making a match 3 server. But no. Erhan, Erhan, okay, so the whole consequences and the one-shotting guards thing, it doesn't work in another way because, like, Black Desert, people are bringing that up. It has the same thing, like, Ultima, if you're a red player, you can't go into towns, and if you go into, um, you have this other town that you can go into on an island somewhere. Anyways... People don't give a shit. The people that really want to grief you, all they have to do is grind for an hour or two and they become a not red player again. You know, I mean I mean it, what it, what it, it sounds like to me, guys, you guys trying to you're trying to pigeonhole development in a certain mold forever. No. Uh, you know, these we have to experiment. Whether it's a only yes, one but th- nobody's experimenting with ways to encourage PvE in a PvP friendly environment. Okay? Okay, so why do you want to segment? I think first of all, you're think- trying to pigeonhole it by making it one way or the other, right? No, no, no. Now. I, I think the stupidest idea in MRPGs ever is uh, server rule sets. If if your if your world needs to be divided multiple into, for example, Ultima Online came out with Trammel, which was like basically a copy of the world but without PvP. That's yeah. the laziest and stupidest way to design a game. So whether the game is all PvP or all PVE, whatever it is, it should be it should all it should encompass one world, and that's why Eve is great. Because uh, it manages to do a gradient in one world, so right. that's a, I want to see more games try that kind of method. And, and where the right gradient is, we don't know. But it's not here's PvP, here's PvP, here's a role play, 
here's you know this that's that's silly or his progression yeah. you know it should just be one world and the rules should the be chat. so dynamic that it just works Someone in the chat said, why not alienate people? They're trying. To, they're not trying to be a wild killer. They're, they're just trying to make a game they want. Okay, that's a fair point. They're just trying to make a game they want, yeah. right? I think it was unfair and dishonest for Nathan not to tell everybody from the get-go that this was the plan. No, this is coming design. out after it was funded. People funded money to this, believing okay. the idea, and now they're told yeah. they can't play on a PV server. That's an issue. That is not an like, issue. First off, beginning of Kickstarter, I, I, that, everything that, is okay, copyright so, MTOR. Anything can change. It's a it's a it's a Kickstarter. It's, okay. a, it's up in the air. It's dishonest, but I think a lot of people um, went into this not realizing that there was never really an intention for PVE. I, nothing I read stated that there was going to be a PVE server, but intentionally leaving that information out until yes. now is the real problem. Yeah, I agree. Like, they should have said from the very beginning, we're not doing a PvE server, because then people wouldn't have donated on the pretense no. that maybe yes. their idea would have counted. Like, I don't think that, like, that many people went in there saying, oh, they said there's going to be a PvE server. But, you know, they went in thinking, okay, this is a million dollars. Yeah. Like, if they, how many of us... How unless many of they us think said there should only be PvP servers. Unless they said on the original Kickstarter there will be PvE servers. If you assumed it, that's that's nothing on the developer. That's not that's not dishonest. That's not okay. Anything. It was disingenuous. It's it not disingenuous at all. It's not dishonest, but it's it's a lie by omission. It's not a lie by omission. Yes, it is. No, it's not. How? In what, in what world? Okay, today has the PvE first, servers. If so you're what does that mean? an MMO and you know the industry, the very first thing that you should do is make sure that you write down whether you are going to let there be a PvE-friendly server without PvP or not. First of all, the whole concept of PvP and PvE is lazy stupidity. It should just be called one thing, gameplay. You play in this, you play in this world. Okay, that's like saying oh my that, God. That's that, that is what? that is really dumb because that's like saying that both like Overwatch and Call of Duty no, campaign we're talking should about both be called here. gameplay. No, but this is the exact same thing. What? This is the exact same thing. Because Overwatch and Call of Duty's campaign should just be called gameplay. Well they right? are it, shouldn't it is just called gameplay. It shouldn't just be called shooting AI versus no, shooting other. It should players, be fun right? gameplay. The gameplay should be engaging and fun. But it's not fun to everyone. It's subjective. Oh, that's so the problem. If you don't like chess, don't play chess. If you don't like this gameplay, which is PvP slash all this one world, don't play that a, game. It was a lie by omission. Okay. It wasn't. They whether, didn't whether know like that. Not, listen, whether you like it or not, modern MMORPGs today, there is an expectation by players to be PvE and And that's why MMORPGs suck today. Okay, Everything is pigeonholed. That's fine. You could say that. But it's yeah. also an a-hole move to just sneak this on people. It's, no, it's not. It's an awesome move. It's, you gotta it's, tell people we want to do something what they're new. buying. Yes, you gotta tell people what they're buying into. Oh, too bad they're not buying anything. They're giving money on Kickstarter. Oh my god, are you not exactly the same person that was just talking about Kickstarter scams three months ago? Exactly. He's not buying. You're not buying anything on no, Kickstarter. No, you. No, you too. No, no, I, no. I, I'm, I'm cool with Kickstarter. You give you if you want to burn your money, go ahead. But then don't complain about anything. I think this guy, if he just made a post-it note saying Chronicles Delia. Retail product and gave it to you. That's fine. He he wasn't dishonest. <laughs> no, he was. He's he's hundred percent asshole in that situation. No. But you take to the extreme now. Okay, as Shaw would say, as Crazy Cream pointed out, this is going in circles. One last statement for everyone, and we move on. All right. All right. We need change in this industry. We can't use if any if if any new game uses old labels, it's not making progress. So we need a new kind of world where PvP, PVE, all of it is in one. No distinction like that. We can't use old labels for new products. That's it. Okay, that's Matt. 
I'm not saying that Erhan is wrong, but I am saying that um, at this current time, we need to find a way to integrate PvE in a way that PvE players are happy without getting ganked constantly. Shoo. I have no comment. <laughs> no comment for Shoo. And also, uh, yes, make Radical, MMORPGs great again. Altai 2016. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my, my statement again. I don't want to come off as the guy that's that's you know defending the PVE players. I was the hardcore Ultima player. I enjoyed hunting the PVE players and making their life miserable, taking all their money. I was the wolf, all right. I like hardcore PVP, but I can in modern day MMOs there is an ex expectation, whether we like it or not, there is an expectation for there to be segmented PVE or PVP. And all that makes a good point saying new games shouldn't do that. Fine, it'd be great if we can get past that, but we haven't gotten past it yet. And I do feel it's a bit of a lie by omission. I do feel people have the people do feel betrayed that they funded the game, thinking there was gonna be a PvE server and there 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 might not be. Yeah. Again, this, and this this is more about game design and conceptual than Chronicles of Illyria because Chronicles of Illyria is still a Kickstarter game. And being a Kickstarter game, I don't take it too seriously. But I think it still brought forth good discussion. Good hustle, good hustle. <laughs> I, I also think just um, what you have to remember. And this oh, is we said last one. This is not going in yeah, circles. We have to. <laughs> All right, cut off. Let's go. Let's move on. I got. I got a piece of news. I got one too. I got, I got Kickstarter news. Fine then. You won't remember. Fine. Kickstarter. Go. I don't want to remember. Here we go. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Uh, I love looking at random Kickstarter pages for games that will never come out. Blades oh my of War. god! I saw this on Greenlight. All right, Blades of War is another game that, guys, guess what? Is never going to come out. All right, guys, it got fifteen dollars and seventy-four cents. Blades of War is an open-world MMORPG which is built by a small <laughs> developing studio. Not even a development studio, a developing studio. Dude, together, I like this last one. The last sentence is the best. Together, we try to make the best MMORPG for you. <laughs> so this is just yet another Kickstarter page for a game that will never come out. It's uh, Okay, wait. Go ahead. Biggest sign that this guy is super naive. As it stands at the moment, there will not be risks. Game development itself is a risk. Wait, what? <laughs> his risks and challenges page saying there's no risk. Give us your money. That's what he's saying, basically. I As think it stands, there will be no risks. Hashtag no scam. Hashtag no scam. We are, it says risks and challenges. We are in contact with some studios which are producing our gifts for you. Like, what? What? I want you to look Scroll at the guy's down. website, too. Look at the guy's website, okay? The, obviously, based on the Kickstarter alone, it's a joke. It's never going to be fun. It's a pie-in-the-sky dream, right? Nice. Guys, look at this website. This is his studio's website. Games are the revolution. You know a game is bullshit when, when their official company website <laughs> lists their uh, their quality assurance manager by their internet name. Lord underscore lowly is, this, is, a, is one of their employee names, guys. Super professional, man. Lord lowly. So professional. And read, the, read what we offer. Fantastically <laughs> graphics. Fantastically graphics, guys. <laughs> I and feel like... Oh my god, I feel like we went through this just last week with a different game. Matt, every week there's a garbage game coming on Kickstarter. No, I mean the happen. what we offer thing. Like everything. This feels carbon copied from another game. You know, every other game gives you okay support. They offer pleasant support. No, all right? It's awesome. all about that pleasant support. So again, this is a game that's most likely never going to come out. It's by some guy. It's funny too. If you look at the guy's um, profile page, he says, before we founded our studio found our studio. I wanted to make RPG games with RPG Maker. But after three weeks, I learned I could do a lot more than RPG Maker, so I started to learn Unity. So he's a guy who stumbled on RPG Maker and did nothing with it because he didn't release a product. 
then he's like, oh, I can do more shit with Unity. And now he wants to raise money? Come on. Yeah, basically he booted the Unity default engine and walked around yes. these forests. Yo, he's a game designer. All right? Award-winning game designer at work right here. Hey, hey, he's raised $15 for a game. That's more than any of us. $15 more did. than I have. Actually, Matt, how much did your game sold? Like $20. Oh, yes, you, you haven't beat. All right, Matt, you're, you're the resident expert now. <laughs> I think 24 to be exact. So, guys, if we give this guy $10, he'll have Matt beat. I think that's a worthy goal. All right, I'm funding. We're funding. You'll be hilarious. Like, he needs to raise $6,000. In the last minute, because it's 43 hours left to go, on the last minute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him 1000 bucks to get him excited. <laughs> But there's an expire worthless. Oh. Dude, I'm going to read the pledge goal. It says, pledge uh, whatever that symbol is, one or more. Every help is a help. Thank you very much. And the second <laughs> Every one, help is a help? The second one, you will get a Steam key with the complete game on it. <laughs> I don't think the game and on it are two different lines. That makes it even better. Wait, you're going to stream key with the complete game on it as opposed to what? <laughs> although we will in the list under backers, uh, although you will in the list under backers. Look, look at the third one. Let's look at seven. Oh my god. Quality material, guys. Quality oh material. My god. And by the way, shoot, that's the euro sign for future reference. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Let's see what 5,000 gets you. Monopoly money. Limited edition from Blades of War with a poster, a shirt, a mouse pad, and a special character with a special item in the game. But that's not all. You will also get early access pass. Wow. <laughs> it costs, wow. This game costs 5000 for an early access pass. Although you will be in the list under sponsors. Sponsors? <laughs> right. So I want to say you can't make a Kickstarter and start talking about there's going to be a warlock. He's going to have these cool abilities. Oh, we're going to have these stats like strength and deck. No, nobody cares. That's such an no, obvious no, no. nonsense. No, no, no. Look, look at gold. Look above classes. It says gold. Read that. Gold is the currency of the game! Exclamation. With it, you can buy different things like potions or fences. Why do you go with potions to fences? <laughs> to create your own room. What you can't buy is the experience because you have to pass through quests. Quest. And you spell quest through incorrectly. Did, did, wait, did you say that you create your own room with fences? <laughs> yeah, I live in a room with like surrounded by four fences. That's 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 how I live, bro. Oh my god. So <laughs> does he sell roofs too, or are we just gonna get rained on all the time? Nope, nope, we get rained on this guy's all the time. Awesome. All aboard the newest hype train, as casual hardcore says in the chat. Okay, this is this is why you can't take Kickstarter games seriously. Whether it's Blades of War or Chronicles of Valeria, they're they're in the same they're the same thing in my mind. All right, until the game comes Obviously. out, I don't take it seriously. All right, now my segue, boys. Yes. Ready? <laughs> so, the Kickstarter and Early Access are doing so well that a real studio, uh, Google, decided, hey, maybe we should do this too. So the Google Play Store for Android is adding an Early Access section. So now oh, you can get ripped no. off. You can get okay, ripped off on okay. mobile too. Wait, no. See, nobody cares about. <laughs> Nobody should care about this because this already existed. It's just nobody made a big fuss out of it because it, Google Play was so unregulated to begin with that anyone could put anything up there, not say it was unfinished, and then go, oh, hey, I just added the other half of my game yesterday. Oh, <laughs> so is it still like that or is this going to be clamped down and just kind of segment the shit? Torture. I don't know. Yeah, it's just. I think it's just gonna be like, if you want to advertise that your game is unfinished, you can put it there. But we all know that, like, night, like, some of at least some of the Google Play games that we have played have been unfinished pieces of crap. So here's a question for you guys: Is the quality control better on Google Play or Steam these days? 
It's close. <laughs> because it's pretty unregulated too. I think you get almost anything. On I played the fifth. You get anything on Google Play, whether it's just, even like copyrighted nonsense, will get through. Like if you make a game that just steals assets, no problem, you'll get through. Didn't I mean, get some like, guy make there's a? Like, uh, go ahead. Somebody made a Minecraft app that wasn't actually Minecraft. It like stole information from your computer or your <laughs> tablet or something, and it was like top selling. And it took until it was in the top ten or something until Google took it down. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like that. <laughs> she has a great idea for a Kickstarter campaign. Let's hear it. Uh, all right, I'm going to kickstart a v VR MMO full dive sort of online MMO and then under say the technology doesn't exist yet. Nice. I covered so, my ass, you know? Yeah, you're fine. Sure, you're good then. <laughs> you, you, you're not lying at all. You're not being disingenuous. You got you got all the bases covered. I should also put that um, that I need to get the license to make a start online game. And you need to go to school to learn uh, computer science? Yeah. But that should be, you, uh, you, you can handle that after you raise a million dollars, right, Shu? That's I'll like just uh, put, I'll just put that the <laughs> game is not coming out for like twenty. Years. Did you guys? Did you guys want to? Uh, or uh, something hilarious, right? So speaking of Kickstarter, when Homeworld was up for sale because THQ was failing, fans started an Indiegogo for fifty thousand dollars to try and buy the rights to Homeworld, right, and open source it and port it to tablets, and then Gearbox bought it. Nice. Ooh. But they're going to use it. They actually use it, though, so it's all right. Yeah, they actually use it, but it's still hilarious. <laughs> uh, here's a link of sent. This is something you submitted to Reddit, right? Yeah, I did pretty well on Reddit, actually, if you want to put it on the... Uh, I'll put it on. The... So what is going on here? Explain this to me. Okay, so I was looking at some... I was. I think I was on our YouTube channel, and I saw an ad for... Um, it was one of those booby ads for a game called Legend Knight, and I clicked on it. Right? I clicked on a booby ad. It was a big busted lady saying, like, for males only, so I clicked on it. Out of curiosity. I, I knew what the game was anyway. And when you land on this, this is a landing page for Legend Knight, right? And look at those testimonials. They're so obviously fake, right? So if you look at the testimonial, it says, whether you slay dragons, fight battles, or complete quests, the game makes time fly. Blah, 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 right? It's all nonsense. And it's written by Arthur Appleton. And then the next testimonial is the exact same copy-pasted <laughs> testimonial from above, but it's by Abby Ashworth. <laughs> word for word, copy-paste. Maybe paste. they had very uncreative parents, all right? AA. But... But you know the same. It's like if you're going to use fake testimonials, which let's be real, like almost everybody uses fake testimonials. When you see a testimonial on a website, it's probably fake, right? But at least have the common decency to make it believable, right? Have the have the smarts because they spent thousands on of, this advertising campaign. These ads were everywhere, and they were so stupid they couldn't just use a different name that was one believable and not the same testimonial. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I think more importantly, though, today, since we don't have any news from Nostalrius yet, sadly, let's talk about the Warcraft movie. Great it's holding a 29 on Metacritic right now. Is it even four out? Reviews. How's it have? I don't know, but four reviews. But who? 29. Who reviewed it? Four critics, uh, apparently. Variety, The Wrap, The Hollywood Reporter, and Screen International. Oh. They're on Metacritic, so they got to be legit. That's pretty. That's interesting. Wow. That's not good. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter to me, but... So good at making the most outlandish elements of his first two films seem credible, Jones can't find a way to get this cartoony spectacle to soar. His heartfelt approach to the material only underlines the silliness. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the heartfelt approach. real talk, it did look so silly in the, in the, in the trailer. I, I've always described it to people that ask about it because, you know, 
I write for an MMO site now. People are like, what about that Warcraft movie? I'm like, uh, take Lord of the Rings, take the story out, and just make it like the fight scenes between the orcs and the humans. And that's what it looks like to me. That's a pretty There's good... There's gotta be a story. That's Come pretty on. good. I like that. <laughs> well, the story is the original Warcraft, right? Where the their world is ending. They gotta go through the portal to come to Earth, or as whatever the world is. And then uh, they fight, and then they decide to let him settle. I think if this bombs the way... Like, yeah, there's only four critics. Obviously, it could still turn around, right? It could, it could still get a solid 60, 70 after like 20, 30 critics leave their opinions. Like, If this bombs, I think it's going to be a big hit for video game movies. Even though they didn't have a good rep to begin with, but it's only going to get so much worse because Blizzard's a real company throwing real money at this. If they can't do it, nobody can. That's like, did you guys ever see the Silent Hill movie? No, nope. I haven't. It was god-awful, don't. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You know what, what you movies know what did okay? You know what would be a really good movie? Actually? It was a UA Bowl movie. Oh god, she, she will be a good movie. They should make an Overwatch movie about the passive over. You know, the same thing that they used for their trailer. Should look kind of Pixar-ish, and that, that would that would do really well. Unless it sucked. I don't know yet. Again, it's like it's a superhero. Early. Is it just a superhero movie, right? Yeah. Okay, I can, I can. is a good character. A good I can character. predict the headline now. Overwatch movie completely unnecessary, just like the Angry Birds movie. <laughs> yeah, Angry Birds movie was that, completely unnecessary. That's like necessary. not even a fair comparison. What the? Matt. What the Matt. fuck? Oh, Overwatch the story movie. versus Angry Birds. Are you are you fucking for real? Guys, this Overwatch. Have you guys? I still haven't seen any of the animated shorts, and they look. I, I've seen like screen caps, and they look beautiful. I'm gonna watch them after this podcast with uh, with my brother, and we'll see if. Speaking I of like Overwatch, them. guys, that's a big news. You know what came out yesterday? Overwatch. Overwatch. All right, who bought the $60 version and who bought the $40 version? Go. I bought 40. I'm a cheapo. Shoe? Sorry, I was watching the trailer. What, oh, what did you watch? Did you buy the $60 or $40 Overwatch? Oh, I I bought the $60 one. I bought 60 I, I as well. hot, so it was worth it for me cuz I got Tracer. Ooh. I didn't yeah. buy it. You didn't buy it, Matt. All right, all right. Fair enough. No, we got I a little stayed up last night finishing some uh Japanese game instead. What Japanese game? Toho Kokishin. All right. Might as well share if you so, can bring it up. <laughs> for us three who uh, did play Overwatch, reactions of the launch? Solid. Yes, yeah. I was shocked by how smooth it went compared to Diablo 3, which was unplayable at launch. Yeah. Did anyone disconnect? Uh, I had some friends who disconnected a few times. I but... had no issue. But it was 20 minutes late. How could you say that it was... Okay, come on. 20 minutes late. Cut them some slack, all right? All right. I want to... Uh, one of my friends messaged me while I was playing yesterday, Panda Mana Man. Uh, I follow him on Twitter, too. He says um, he's enjoying the game a lot, and he's so burnt out of tilt-heavy multiplayer games, being able to play a competitive game for once is a huge blessing. And I think that's what Overwatch does correct. I feel it's very frustration-free. Hmm. Uh, I think it is now because there's no ranked yet. Yes. Uh, once rank rank comes out, which will be at the end of this month, correct? Uh, end of next month, June. End of next month. My bad. Okay, you're gonna start seeing the same kind of stuff. Like, why did this guy pick another DPS when we needed a tank? You know, you're gonna see that same. Yeah, garbage. but again, you can still play casual if you don't want to be tilted too. Again, no, because a game like Overwatch doesn't last that long. How long is each match? Like ten minutes max. Oh, so you'll be tilted for ten no, minutes instead like of twenty or thirty. Fifteen, I think. Fifteen. Right, They're really 10, short though. They're much shorter than League, which can go up to 50 minutes, or Dota, which goes up to 50 minutes. <laughs> and they're way more frustrating. Oh, by the way, when you guys asked what version of the game I bought, yeah, when I bought the $60 one, I also bought loot boxes. 
How many did you get, Shira? How many did you get? How many gotchas did you buy? I got fifty. Fifty loot boxes? It's only yeah. forty bucks. It's forty dollars. Okay, so you paid a hundred for total so far. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should buy uh, another fifty and then you should. stream it. Great idea. You guys want to see? I, wanna... I don't know. See. You guys want to see me open fifty loot boxes right now? <laughs> Let's do it. Not right now. If you, if, if you do buy, if you buy more shit, just record it. We'll put it on the YouTube channel. All right. Yeah, sure. I'll do, it. I'll do it. I'll do it later. The frustrations of opening. No, no, do it live though. It's more fun live. I'd, I'd watch that yeah. live. Yeah. Well, how no, about? Seems... Oh, okay. Yeah. Some someone said that you guys are in the honeymoon phase, and that's like I really liked it during the open beta, right? But when I was trying to decide whether or not to buy it, I went, "Am I really gonna play this any other time?" But when they're streaming, and I just jump in, and I think my answer was no. Yeah, for me, it's a game that I'll play uh, if, like, a friend needs a six player, you know, like, just casually once for a little bit. I don't want to take it. I don't want to do ranked or anything because that's just going to make me angry and get everyone else angry. And I do think you're going to see Rage after Rank comes out. Yes, mark mark yeah. my words. Of course, but again, we're talking varying levels of Rage. I don't know. You're going to see the full tilt Rage. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, me, on the other hand, I I'm enjoying Overwatch a lot. Uh, I played by myself. I, I played a... With two different groups of friends last night, another group, third group of friends afterwards, and then like I tried to go to sleep, but I couldn't sleep. I got back up at like two a.m. and I played Overwatch by myself, and I had no problem. I enjoyed myself playing solo, so I could see myself hopping on to play solo, even if I don't have friends to play with at that moment. So I will okay. enjoy the game a lot. Now, besides the technicals and the rage and stuff, how how do you guys like the gameplay itself? Uh, I think it, I think it's a great. Uh, it feels fluid. It, it functions. There's no like mm -hmm. stutter. So I think it's, it's done a great job on the technicals. <laughs> it, it, it's it's really smooth and it's easy to pick up and play. I mean, literally, the only problem I have with it is that it doesn't support my resolution. That's it. What's your resolution? Twenty five sixty by ten eighty. Oh, that's weird. So you have the one you the one way correct, but you derped on the other direction. I got you. No, it's ultra wide. So. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think I think Overwatch is going to be a huge success for Blizzard. Curious to see, like, we're going to find out numbers probably within a year, whether, like, how many people are online at once, what this, how the sales are looking. Because because Blizzard is a public company, they do report numbers. They don't always break it out by game, but they usually say, like, the growth is, like, 20% year over year for this game or this franchise. So we'll see how the game does later. My bet is it's going to do amazing. It's going to blow it out of the water. Oh, I think it's going to do fantastic. But Fantastic. I just probably won't be playing it, like I said. I just I can't justify $40 to play when you guys stream. Mm-hmm. I think it could be bigger than CSGO, which is currently the, the biggest, you know, Ooh. PC. I think you for know. that, we'll have to wait to see on, on when Ranked comes out and how, how, they, yeah. how they take the tournaments, how they do the tournaments. I'm, I'm eagerly waiting for Ranked. I'm, I'm, the guy, I'm the kind of guy that wants to be the best amongst his friends. Like, if I see my friend or somebody I know that has a higher rating than me, it's going to make me play a lot more. So if I see Shu has a higher rating than me, I'm not going to go sleep till I beat her. So, sorry, Shu. So, okay, who's better? You, who's better? I'm already Shu right yeah. now. I, we can't measure it right now. Oh, uh, I know. I know for a fact, chicken roles. is better than me. One of my friends. Different roles and stuff too. So it's like, you know, it's it's hard to kind you of. can't measure it yet. Measure but if, it. If we both played solo and like we played together too, right? After a while, we start playing solo as well. We'll be able to tell at that point who's better. But as is, it's impossible to tell. But with with my other friend, chicken, who is pretty competitive at games. I already know he's better than me right now, but when I see him, he's like the best tracer I've ever seen. Yeah, he's, he plays godlike tracer. Ridiculous. So that's gonna motivate me to get better by seeing his ratings or some of my other friends' ratings. That's gonna make me want to play. It's just the kind of gamer I am. I'm uh, getting um, <laughs> streaming software and stream the thing. 
What is streaming software? Like so OBS? You, you could stream. I have XSplit because oh, I bought okay. it. Okay. XSplit is much nicer than OBS. Guys, now that we brought up, uh, we brought up uh, Overwatch. We gotta bring it. We gotta bring it back. We gotta, you know, mention the Chinese Overwatch clone. All right. Oh God, no! Oh, we're God. doing it. It's coming. Who, who played this? Okay. Was it was it, was it okay. Sean or Matt? I have? That was me. Oh, that. nice. I have one thing to say about this. Just one thing. One thing. Who Let's the hear fuck it. sat down in an office one day and went, "You know what would be great if I could play Overwatch on my iPhone?" Like, <laughs> who? Dude, does it? What the fuck? <laughs> Guys, mobile gaming is big money. Come on. Have you ever played a first-person shooter on mobile with the default touch controls? I have ever? not, but I can only imagine it's terrible. It is one of the worst experiences I have ever had. Like Nova, which is... Oh, shit. That one, that company that does all the major mobile whatevers. Anyways, that company's game, Nova, I it's regarded as one of the best FPSs on mobile, and mm -hmm. I still hated it. It was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Matt, just look at these characters. Look how original they are, all right? There's, there's, that's clearly not Roadhog we're seeing in that picture, all right? Okay, Complain let me different. just say, let me just say that clearly the Farah equivalent was stolen from fan art somewhere because it's gender-bent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, clearly Reinhardt's... That's definitely not Reinhardt. That's somebody completely different, all right? So original. Look at all these original characters. Did you see what they did with the Tracer one? The one there with the red-ass, like, pants there? Yep, yep. Completely different, Matt. If anything, Overwatch copied them. Come on. Gotta get it. The Chinese are always on the cutting edge of I like uh, their bullet points on the slide. <laughs> bullet one is FPS plus, plus MOBA. All right. That's, they really, that's, they figured the, it no, out. No, but the first, the world's first FPS MOBA hybrid. That's what they said. Wait. That's what that says. <laughs> Why is there? Chinese studios are so, like. <laughs> on, the, on the second page of pictures, like, there's a straight of What the fuck? I'm going to look at the second page. I, I showed it earlier. That's pretty funny. Oh my god, guys! Look, Chinese studios are on the ball, all right. They're they're so like unapologetically like brash on like what the, what they do and what they claim. And they they spent over two million dollars developing this game so far. It means Legend of Titan. It's hilarious. Unbelievable, they can get away with this. And you know, Overwatch is gonna launch in in China anyway. So I guess they didn't want to compete with Overwatch on. PC because nobody's gonna play this garbage game and you can play Overwatch. But I guess they, they're trying to capture a piece of the mobile market. And because mobile is so like the way it works in China is too, there's not like an app store for iOS and Android. Like right now, Google Play and the App Store are really the only app stores in the US. In China, there's like a thousand app stores for both iOS and Android. There's no central regulation on this. If you can't get on the official Apple store, who cares? Nobody uses that. Everybody uses these other app stores, and there's millions of them. So they can get away okay. with it over there. So Somebody asked, can't Blizzard sue these guys? And based on... Okay, I only have one case that has precedence right now. Mm -hmm. But based on what happened with Naruto Online, what I gather is the original rights holder can't do anything, but if they license it to a China, or a company in mainland China, that yes. company can then do something about it. Yes, that's, that's correct. That's, that's correct. what I gather right now. It's just nobody really ever does anything except for Tencent with Naruto. They shut down all the Naruto MMOs they could. That's funny. This guy said, I effing love China in all caps after this. China's <laughs> awesome, right? They basically give the, the whole world a middle finger and do what they want, all right? 
right, now, speaking of Blizzard, uh, how's Legion going to do, guys? What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? It's going to sell, but it's... It's it's hard to say. And who thought it was going to come out at the same time as the movie, and who was disappointed? Is it coming out after the movie? No, see, this is brilliant, because they're selling tickets to... Or no, they're selling um, it with tickets. You get a copy of WoW, and every one of the expansions is not Legion, so they can take all yeah, those moviegoers and have them converted to WoW players right before they launch Legion. That's all right. That's interesting. That's, that's actually really smart. That's brilliant. So when is the movie coming yeah. out? For like June tenth for the movie. June tenth. Okay. Yeah. So two I mean, months later. I'm see for it. For Curiosity, the end. But, yeah, two months it. a long time, I guess, but we'll see. Yeah. You know what's crazy too? Uh, we we oh did mention Gearbox. I got I got to throw this in there. I got I got to throw it in there. If you bought Battleborn, I feel like you kind of got robbed. The game is already twenty dollars off. Literally less than a month after launch. Wait, where is the twenty dollars? Really? Off? Yep, Battleborn is forty dollars on Amazon and GameStop right now. That's it's fucked up, man. Yeah, imagine you bought it for sixty bucks and you were you know eager to play the game. All of a sudden, it's twenty dollars off in less than a month. I feel like that's that you get. Che- I feel like you got cheated at that point. Okay, Probably, so they had to compete with Overwatch. <laughs> you you might feel cheated right now, but I mean, I think anybody that buys on day one is either a an idiot or fully should be aware of the fact that it could be discounted at any moment, because everybody that's just know, the yes, way the industry right. is. Of course, games get discounted, but rarely do triple like, A. I hate saying the word triple A, right? But it's a major. No, title. no, a this is title. becoming a normal thing. This really, really is becoming a normal thing. Yeah. From like, are we, we're talking like actual games, $60 games from big studios? Yes, it's happened. I don't remember what it was, but I definitely remember seeing it. And then they have places like Green Man Games that have those third-party distributors that they get their keys from, and they were selling Witcher half off before it launched. But I, I think there's an easier explanation than just games discounting in general. Okay, your game was 60 bucks, mm-hmm. and Overwatch came out for $40, right? Yeah. At that point, how could you justify your sixty dollars price? But they're not the same kind of game. I mean, they exactly. are the one's same kind actual, of game. One's actually a MOBA, and the other one's not. Mm. The other one's a shooter. It's it's a shooter, but it's a team-based shooter with classes and roles. But it's it's. You have to remember, uh, Battleborn is actually a MOBA, though. Uh, okay, the only difference is it's like five useless creeps that you, that die every wave instantly. But you level up, you get abilities, you get it's not. You like level that. up in this too. You get your ultimate. It takes a while. What and you don't, you don't you don't level up. You don't you level up. But you, you don't start with the ultimate. Yeah, you charge up every time you attack. Okay, but that's not the same thing. But what is experience but an abstraction of like your character getting stronger? You're getting right. stronger you, by. You're getting you're getting too abstract on this. The games are, they're both video games and like shooters. No, my point is experience there. points was always like a, a way to show progress, like a way to show growth. Oh, you're getting way too abstract, like you were with Chronicles earlier. Who here thinks? The game is really comparable. Come I think uh, comparable. I think okay. Who two things are comparable? I think they're comparable. Not the same, but they're comparable. Sure. Okay. I yeah. don't really think that you can compare Battleborn to other MOBAs because one, you have to build every one of your defenses, basically. Two, you have these creeps that are not intended to actually kill things, but like to just go straight into something that kills. That's every them. MOBA. That's every MOBA. I, no. I think I think they're they're pretty different. Yeah, but, I think they're completely different. Completely. Yeah. They're both cartoon shooters. Games, but but okay, here's the problem though: is despite them being different games, they fulfill the same 
feeling, I think. Oh, wait, players. I zoned out. I zoned out and I completely missed. I thought you guys were comparing so because Battleborn of that, I think to other MOBAs. They're going no. to be heavily impacted. No. I think they're in direct competition for the same player base. No, I don't think they're in direct no. competition at all. No. I'm not changing okay, my so... stance. Wait, wait. I, I think so... they are, actually. Thank you, Shu. I think they are in competition. Thank you, Shu. In video games, sure. In no, that the same kind of audience. The, the same casual audience, sure, but the type what? of game is not the same. Yeah, okay. I agree well, with that. The, the type of game is not the same. Because okay, they the have thing. the same feeling, they have the same like, um, how do I explain it? They no. they give you the same feeling when you play it, so that's why I f I feel like they are going to be in competition, okay, and it just term, spells. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Long term, I think Battleborn is going to capture the PVE player more than it's going to capture the PVP player. What you play Overwatch for PVP? Come on. I said Battleborn. You play you play you play Battleborn for PVP. Yes. But you have to Who play plays? so much PVE that... I think it drags it down. That's going to, that's going to fatigue I, I think it's going to capture the same audience that, like, Borderlands would capture. More no, so not at all. Overwatch. Come on. This, this is a MOBA. You play, against other, you play to play against other people. No, it's half a MOBA. That's the thing. And we are looking at it as we would play the MOBA. But what do you really think that everybody is thinking that? I think most people go into this playing the MOBA mode, not the nonsense PVE mode. I'm still sticking by guns. Same kind of game. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> it's not lying. the same. Okay, that's You're like... wrong on that one. That's like, that, that's like comparing Paragon to League. Not to yeah. League. No, sorry. Three, Paragon to TF2. Yeah. Paragon to TF2. No. That's it. Sorry. No, that's TF2. Perfect. TF... No, TF2 to Paragon. Okay, they're both... Shoot... Is Paragon a shooter even? Don't you have melee class and stuff? You're, you're free... It's, yeah, it's, it's shootery. shooter -y. It's shooter -y. Battleborn is straight up shooter. No, there's melee class. What are you talking about? No, so, well, Overwatch is melee class too. Yeah. You asked if Paragon had was only shooter. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Okay, I think Paragon plays differently than Overwatch and Battleborn. Battleborn has no resemblance. To, Paragon uh, is closer to Battleborn than Overwatch is. But you you can't compare a MOBA to a game like Overwatch. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter though. Like, what? Okay, I don't care what they is. call themselves. They, 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 you're jumping around shooting people. Like, that's okay. that. Yeah, that's that's exactly what people are gonna see yeah. when they play it, and that's kind of how it it feels like, and that that's why it's gonna. They're be not the same kind of game. Somebody in chat just said people might confuse Battleborn and Overwatch for the same. That's thing because too. of. Art style. They're talking about anime. Oh, and the guns and like shooting people and the classes. Wait, nobody doubts they vie for the same player base. They vie oh. for the gamer player base. That's fine. No, no, no. They vie for the same you player base. You can't just say gamer player not base. Not even comparable. The gameplay in Battleborn is not. Com is it completely different genre than what? A game like no, Overwatch? What's that? Yes. It's a shooter. Okay, no, that's what, in it. Okay, wait. All shooters are the same, is what you're trying to tell me. No, yes. All that's, no, there's some very. Uh, okay, as. as um, Overwatch put it themselves. They're a hero shooter, a hero right? Shooter. And that's that's exactly what Overwatch calls themselves. Battleborn, you're saying? We're talking Battleborn versus Overwatch. Okay, but yeah, Overwatch... yeah but the, that's what I mean. Okay. That's what Battleborn is too, right? Okay. But... I mean, it does have MOBA elements, but it, in no essence, leveling. it's There's, oh, the leveling is an abstraction. I don't think that's a big deal. So again, all FPS games are the same. Everything else is an abstraction. You, as long as you shoot people, they're the same. No, there's some there's some clear Various levels of abstraction. No, so no, there's, there's like realistic shooters like Counter Strike. Borderlands to Gravics be the same matter. as Battleborn and Overwatch. Then, yeah, is Borderlands the same as Battleborn and Overwatch? 
good, good point. No, no. Why? Shoot Why? Around. You tell us. Have shooting. you guys played Borderlands and and over uh, and Battleborn? They don't have play. You played Clearly, you have not played Battleborn. I played Battleborn. it with you guys. And you just choose to forget that. The, no, the, the, the I played Borderlands, both of them. It does not play like Battleborn. Okay, so what you're telling me is what is not even multiplayer. It's co-op multiplayer. Okay, what you're telling me is that Paragon and Smite are different than League because they're third-person shootery. I've played Smite. I haven't played Paragon, so I can't say for sure. But uh, I would say Smite and League are similar. Yes, yes. you're right. They are. Okay. They're very. They're very similar. Those are very good comparisons, but not the other two games. Because they're both mobile. That's exactly the point I'm trying to make, though. So you're you saying... just call two different games with two different modes that control the same thing while simultaneously arguing that just because the same Graphics, method yeah. of control, it's the same game. No, no, I'm saying the reason League and Smite are the same is the same reason Battleborn and Overwatch are the same. That's my point. They're not the same. This makes... Uh, we have to move on because I think most people in the chat agree that this, this is not even an issue. I mean, I, I think you're... Yeah, then it's not an issue. They agree with me. Thank you. No, move they on. don't. <laughs> Right, who here agrees with Altai? Please, please. I'm curious if anybody agrees with him. I mean, what 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 is his actual statement? Okay, the they're Battleborn. Comp- they're uh, similar. They're, they're competing for the same narrow sure, audience. The same video game people, audience. People, no, no, no. Stop saying that. I'm not saying that the video game audience. I'm saying people looking for uh, some kind of class-based shooter. I, compared I agree. to the Counter Strike. Yeah. Are agree they the same kind? Are they the same kind of game? Well, no. Stop trying to pitch on what I'm saying. I say. People play them the same way. They play them for the same reasons. They're, 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 they're same audience. They're both hero shooters. Yes, they're, hero they're shooters. Okay, I'm going to go and play Overwatch like a MOBA. I'm going to sit there and wait for the creeps to come out. And when Call. they don't, I'm just, just going to sit there and Just because there's five useless game. creeps every 30 matter. seconds doesn't matter. You just blow them up and you go. You have the exact same gameplay to compete for the same like type of okay, audience. Okay, but then what you're saying is that games like League are like... Diablo because I, I said Matt. nothing about League and Diablo. Matt, 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 you, yeah, you, guys, you guys are turning their even elsewhere. No. You, you said the games are similar and they're not. Oh my, imagine in Diablo. Well, the audience are different. Imagine in Diablo, they add a character who builds towers, right? It's to attack with. Now, oh, Diablo's a tower builder. You can't, you can't compare it to anything else. Like, no, to, to an actual, just not. because there's five creeps doesn't mean it's not comparable to shooters anymore. Halo is not comparable to uh, a game like. Uh, Halo is not a hero shooter. It doesn't matter that you play multiple heroes. One's a well, mobile, one's not. So you have different. levels. It's like you classic. Have you have a support. You have a, a tank. Right, it's the same thing. I don't think you got any support, by the way. I, I did. I, I did. I, got, I heard a lot of Lord Altai's here. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting mixed reception like always. So right, I don't right, really right, care. Right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, we, I challenge the audience to play both games during a free weekend or something or at a friend's house and then tell me they're not similar. You'll right. be waiting like a year. But yeah. okay. Let's finish it with a lighthearted, wonderful picture for uh, that. That's, that's relevant to most of all gamers over here. I thought I saw this on Reddit earlier. And I think a lot of people saw it too. But I thought it was pretty great. Is that real? When a piece of armor doesn't match your current set, but its stats are too good to pass up, <laughs> you gotta wear it. Because <laughs> let's be. I mean, this also brings up you know, you'd wear gear even if it's inferior if it, if it looked really cool. But if the, if the stats are really cool, if the stats are really good, you don't care what it looks like. You're going to wear it. True that, true that. <laughs> Let meme time? Is that what this is? No, no, no. We're not ready for the memes yet. Uh, I want to show... Nexon reported earnings earlier this month. I don't think we talked about it, which... I'm, I'm a fan of numbers. Numbers are the, interesting. So their regional revenues... Because we were talking about how big mobile is, and it is huge for a lot of companies now. But Nexon, which is... 
one of the biggest, you know, free-to-play companies worldwide. They don't, they're not very big in mobile yet. Only 22% of their, of their revenue in Q1 of 2016 was mobile. So I, they're behind or the PC market is still big and growing. I mean, if anything, that just tells me that Nexon hasn't transitioned yet and they're in trouble because uh, they got to get on that mobile game quick. I mean, constant currency year-over-year change for PC is 16% growth. I mean, it, there's, it's still growing. Mobile is growing much faster at nearly 50 to 60%, as you can see. But the PC market is still big. There's opportunity. All right. So this is the perfect segue to this stuff. Okay. So for all of you who love Terra's Ellen race and all of their exclusive classes, you'll be happy to know that both Asta and Riders of Icarus will have a lolly race with exclusive Wait, are classes. these fairies? Are these fairies? Yeah, can they look like it? Yeah, the oh fairies. My so look, at, look at the God. video. Put, put the video on the thing. All right, I'm going to play this game. See, okay, a lolly so, race got you. It's worth it. Okay, see, I was watching the customization video, right? And the first thing I did, or no, the idle video, right? And the first thing I did, I'm sitting there in Slack talking to Sean, and the first thing I did, I, these look like brat stalls. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I think it's just that one screenshot that you took for the top image. The top image looks like I'm so okay, high the top, right now. Oh, the actually, top wait, image... now, now, wait, now, never mind. Now that they're sliding through it, I kind of see what you mean. But yeah, so not only are they both getting lolly races, they're going to both have exclusive classes. And Riders of Icarus is going to have a weird-ass one. It's going to be an idol, right? And it's going to carry around a teddy bear and a magic wand. <laughs> I, I can tell you what class I'm not going to play, this one. Why? You could, you could not make this stuff up, guys. This is really happening. Yo, Lolly class is bringing the players, all right? So this is the next big release of 2016, right? Riders of Icarus? It's yeah. coming out in yeah. July? <laughs> yeah, it's coming out in July. Okay. Wait, in July in, in America? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Aw, shit. And actually, the Lolly class noise. will not be there. <laughs> Wait, it won't? Okay, forget it. No, this no, is coming out in Korea now. Yeah, it's coming out of Korea soon. So we're a few patches okay. behind. But this, I'm interestingly, guys, this anymore. game is doing very well in Korea. Uh, I remember when Black Desert Online came out, I looked at the Korean uh, stats for MMORPG's popularity, mm -hmm. and this even about, you know, was way, way ahead of BDO. So Number three. It was yeah, number three. Number three. Wow. So this is this got, this might have some potential, guys. I mean, seeing how big it is in Korea, that, that inspires a lot of hope for the West. Mm -hmm. And also, so with this great game, do not forget to enter our Legendary Writers Founder Pack giveaway. We are entering the last 24 hours, and you are running out of time. Yeah, if you want to try Writers of Icarus, uh, you want to get the Founders Pack, uh, just pop on to this link right here, and you might be a lucky winner, guys. It's worth a lot of money, actually. $252. And, what? And the next closed beta is on June 3rd. June 3rd. Mm -hmm. There it is. Closed beta. To play for free and get wiped. Open beta is in the first two weeks of July, I believe. Oh, June second. Sorry. Anyways, and then July sixth, I think it launches. Yep. <laughs> we'll do, we'll be doing the live drawing for that probably tomorrow to see who wins the goodies because it's in a the, the contest ends in fifteen hours. So I'll do a live drawing for that tomorrow and for, email for the winners for, for Riders of Rickers, the founders pack. Oh, all right. If you haven't entered the good, the good giveaway yet, the 1080, GTX 1080, feel free to enter that as well on mmos.com slash giveaways. I was going to set it up to end today, but, you know, I wanted to give you guys a solid week instead of six days, so. <laughs> all right, all right. A solid week makes sense.
Fair enough, she fair enough. She's on Blaze still for you. Alright, that's oh, yeah? it then. We gotta end after this one. Did Last they piece. remove summoners? No, no, no. <laughs> Take a look. Was that Reddit? Apparently, <laughs> Blaze like hackers you. obtained unreleased, untradable items. Uh, Is one of them a pack? Community manager tells Reddit it wasn't by malicious tools or cheats. So they know it wasn't through a cheat or some hack. But people are already the people are getting these really OP gear via some exploit. The, the, the theory crafting is that GMs, crooked GMs got it. Ooh. Rogue GMs. Weird. Like if like if you work for a company getting paid, you're gonna like it's so weird to just make some broken stuff for yourself the, the, the and like cut is, all your bridges. Like it's not um like what what is it? You can't even show it to people. Like the instant you show it to people, then you're fucked. Like what was the point? Hey, take a look. People are showing off the screenshots of the gear itself, though. And yeah, it's funny but because like, now you're screwed. The, the GM says, uh, the community manager says, if you see someone with these items they should not have, please let us know. But if you have to rely on people report, like, if the, if the, if the game company just... has to rely on this, it means they have no way of stopping Wait, it. They really? They can't, they can't just check the database for, like, Yeah, anyone? I was going to say, they should all be I, on yeah, a database. I, I feel like you should just be able to search, like, this yeah. weapon and get whoever. Yeah, it, it makes no sense that they're asking players to report when you could just check the database. <laughs> Living in the database. Woo-woo. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, when I used to stream, I used to like always joke about that song. Oh. <laughs> I think I know that song, actually. All right, well, we're coming towards the end of our hour 20. So that is it for this week. Uh, stick around for the overtime, and we'll keep talking. I'm going to roll those boxes. Oh, baby. All right. In, in case you guys yeah. were wondering why we just kept going on, next week it'll be better when Sean comes back. Yeah, Sean keeps Sean us is an adult, check. all right? He keeps us in check. All right, that's it, guys. Say your farewells. Later, guys. See you. Later. Bye-bye. <laughs>